you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. When you go for that impossible goal, expect and invite in all of the discomfort, all of the vulnerability, all of the emotions, because you're a human. It is totally normal. Nothing has gone wrong. The more we resist all of that, the less likely you are to get to your goal. If you embrace all of that and you're just like, hold on, this is part of the human experience. I should be feeling all these feelings. I should be having all of the mind drama. Liam told me about this. He said that it was gonna happen. Then you're gonna give yourself the best opportunity. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Happy New Year, beautiful high performance nurses. I hope you are all well. Welcome back to the podcast 2023. Oh my goodness, I remember back in the day when I used to be like, oh my God, what would it be like in the future? <laughs> and we're here, we're in the future. Oh my goodness, so much has been happening, so much to catch up on. And I hope you all had a beautiful Christmas and New Year if you celebrate. And hopefully you weren't working too much. I hope that you managed to get some time to be with your family, be with your loved ones, and to enjoy the festive period. We've been busy moving internationally, as many of you know, and we're now, myself and my partner, are living in Paris for the next six months, and it's incredible. It is so good. We've had such a beautiful time here, and my family, my parents came over for Christmas. It's the first time we've hosted them. Luke and I have been together for so long, and we've never hosted anybody for Christmas, because in Australia, we're always traveling and going to other people. They have kids, and you know, it's a whole family thing. So it was really to cook for my parents, to show them Paris, and to be the tour guides, you know? We did the free walking tour, and we always do. By the way, if you travel a lot and you don't do free walking tours, you should go do them. They're incredible. You go on the tour and then you gift them at the end what you think it was worth. And they're always really good. But it's a really great way to get to know your way around town. We did that and then, of course, just copied that and pretended that we knew everything about Paris for my parents. But it was heaps fun. And they really enjoyed it. And it was just so nice for me to be closer to my family for a little while. So excited for what that looks like in 2023 and getting to jump over the water just to the UK. It's so close. Oh, my goodness. It's so, so funny being somewhere where distance is no longer a problem because in Australia, you know, you Australians, you just, you know, it's fine. Oh, what? It's seven hours? Oh, we'll go today and we'll come back tonight. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, I digress, but it's been really fun and it's been really interesting. 
obviously I'm always putting on my little coach hat and thinking about nursing and trying to apply like as a life coach, thinking about how life just is always there to teach us lessons. And one of the biggest things that has been challenging me since I've moved to Paris is staying away from the fromageries and all of the amazing patisseries. Oh my goodness. I've had far too many cakes and cheese, not together, of course, and baguettes. But recognizing how difficult it is being the beginner again and how it is really truly an adventure and I think that if I didn't have the coaching background and haven't gone through what I've gone through over the last few years and building a business and failing and succeeding a lot I would have found this really difficult. I remember when I first moved to Australia we moved in 2014 it was the first time I'd ever left the UK like I'd left for holidays but to move anywhere and it was like, it really threw me. It really took me a long time to settle in. I was so many new things. I was a beginner again. I felt like the outcast, I felt like I didn't belong. And at that time I had an uncoached brain. I had never had any therapy. So there was a lot of shitty negative mind drama going on. And I was really quite harsh and horrible to myself. I remember Luke saying to me, Liam, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to settle. And Luke is, I call him the world traveler because he's pretty much been everywhere and moved internationally many times. So that was a lesson for me. And I'm kind of reliving that lesson today, like here in France, but like through a different lens. It's been super challenging in the sense that being the beginner again and having to speak to Parisians, a lot of them that don't speak a lot of English, which is totally fine, their country. But yeah, it's really challenging. And I liking it to being a graduate nurse, being a CNS for the first time, being a nurse unit manager. It's all of the things, right? Like you feel all of the things in your body, the fear, the excitement, the worry, the stress, the awe, the awesomeness. You feel it all and it is a roller coaster ride. Luke has been laughing at me because there are days where I'll have like a success. And I'm like, I ordered a baguette today in French and it was amazing. And like, they didn't even know. And then the next day, it's like, why can I not do simple things? Like, it's a roller coaster. And we're living for it because hashtag human, right? Hashtag human. And Luke has a little chuckle. He's like, oh, it's a roller coaster ride in there, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. And he's referring to my brain. But, you know, it is what makes us human. And it's what is makes me super special and makes me. But today I wanted to talk to you about goals and reflecting on your 2022 and helping you kick off 2023. Like, I can't even believe we're in 2023. I just need to have a moment there. For us, 2023, I'm curious what you are thinking of achieving in 2023. So if you're anything like me, over the last few years, you might have spent a lot of time going, new year, new me, it's January, let's change everything. And then nothing changes. <laughs> are you vibing with me? Can you? Are you hearing me? This happens all the time. In fact, I was doing a presentation recently and I was presenting on goals and I found out that 93% of people, humans on this earth, do not achieve their new year goals. And that kind of made me feel good. It kind of made me feel like, okay, <laughs> I'm part of the pack. I feel seen, but I'm also not feeling so bad about it now. And maybe that will resonate with you too. So what, like 7, 8% of people actually achieve their new year goals. And I think that it's, worth recognizing that whenever we try and do something new in our lives we're resisting how it is to be human whenever we try and change anything we try and set a new goal we try and achieve something that's bigger and better than where we are right now we're always going to come up against our brain's resistance right and our brain 
is designed, it is a beautiful mechanism that we have. It's designed to resist anything that it thinks is scary, that's gonna be uncomfortable, and that's gonna be painful in some way, shape or form, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual. So it kind of makes sense, right? When you think about it, it makes sense that our brain would resist change. It would resist you going from zero days at the gym to five days at the gym, right? It's gonna be like hell to the low. What are we doing this for? This is horrific. So it's important to recognize that. And I think that what a lot of us maybe miss or skip in the goal setting process, especially in my experience, working with clients and helping clients achieve their career and their life goals, is that we miss that critical part, which is the human part of goal setting, right? Like we all know how to set a goal. We all know how to go, right, I'm here. I'm gonna use weight as an analogy. I'm here, I'm 100 kilos, and I wanna be there, and I wanna be 90 kilos. This might be a secret goal of mine. <laughs> and we look at it and we go, okay, it's 10 kilos, we do the math, and we're like, I've gotta beat myself to the gym, I've gotta kick myself, I've gotta get up at 5 a.m. every morning, I'm gonna change the whole world, I'm gonna eat healthily, and do all of the things, and then the first day comes and it's like, hell to the gnome. And then we stop, okay? If you're anything like me, we stop at that point, we stop at that hurdle. And I think it's really valuable for us to understand our human brain a bit better in being able to set our goals so that we can be like, oh, hold on, I can see what's happening here. And that we can raise our awareness so that we're not sitting there being like, well, Liam, you fat slob. <laughs> Get off the sofa and stop eating those lint chocolates left over from Christmas. And instead, we can be like, oh, hold on. That's right, I remember in that podcast, Liam was talking about the fact that our brains are designed to stay safe. Our brains don't wanna do anything that's difficult. Our brains are like highly oiled operating machines. They are so well run that anything out of the norm is like, hold on, red alert, we can't be doing this. Who thought this was a good idea? We're going into override, hell to the no, you cannot lose weight, you will not have the best body of your life. <laughs> right? Like that's what happens internally. But what I want you to see is that that is 100% normal. So if you're somebody that's been beating yourself up, you never achieve your goals, and you're like, God, it's 2023 and everybody's talking about what they achieved in 2022, and I haven't achieved jack shit, I want you to challenge that, first and foremost, because you have achieved something. You need to find it, so something there. Just being alive is a goal, right? <laughs> being here is still a goal. That you've achieved that. Showing up every day is a goal. Tick, well done. Like, amazing, seriously. But what we don't wanna do is we don't wanna beat ourselves right to those goals. And we wanna allow ourselves to just acknowledge that hold on, actually, I recognize that I've been buying into the story that my brain's been offering me about my goal. Like, it's too hard. You don't have the time. You're too busy. The kids need you more than, you know, you need the gym. You can't drop your hours, you'll let people down. All of this brain BS, I'm gonna call it brain bullshit, is what is stopping you from achieving your goals. It's not that you can't achieve your goals because you 100% can. How you know that you can achieve your goal is that there's evidence that somebody else has done it. That's all you need. If somebody else on this earth has lost weight, you can lose weight. As much as you might think you're a unique snowflake, which you are in your own beautiful way, you're not when it comes to stuff like this, <laughs> okay? That rule does not apply because if somebody else has done it, you can do it. Like I have a goal to create a huge nursing career coaching service. I haven't found somebody else that's done that. It's a lie, there are people in the US that might be listening to this. There are people in the US that have done that, that have huge audiences that talk about career and life coaching, and they've been able to do it. 
There are doctors that I know that have set up amazing coaching practices for clinicians. That's what I want to do. So I know that it's possible, but here's the gap. It's not that I don't know how to get there. It's my brain is actively stopping me getting there because it's not comfortable. I have to endure a lot of pain and it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be safe. I'm going to have to take heaps of risk. And the same is true for you and for your goal. Yeah. So when we know that, we can just catch our brain and we can be like, hold on. Does it fit one of these three things? Am I feeling unsafe? Is this pushing my boundaries and requiring me to actually exert some effort? And is this going to be painful in some possible way? Like, and pain is like broad, right? It could be anything. It could be emotional pain. It could be physical pain. It could be spiritual. It could be any of those things, psychological pain. Now, I'm not saying go out there and beat yourself to the goal. What I'm saying is that the resistance to the goal is 100% normal. And the resistance to the goal should never be a reason why you do not pursue it, okay? Let me say that again. Resistance to the goal should never be a reason why you don't pursue it. The only way that a goal is impossible for you to achieve is when you quit, yeah? Like failing doesn't mean that you stop when it's goal setting and when we're working towards a goal. When you are working towards something and you're coming up against that resistance, you should 100% expect all of the mind drama. This changed my life last year when I learned this to be true and physically like experienced it in my body. As I was building my business, and as I was making offers for people to come work with me, and I was doing things that I've never done before, sitting in rooms that I've never been in before, with people that were very successful in the business world, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, I don't deserve to be here. Those goals and those opportunities and those things that make you question and doubt and challenge everything that you ever knew, like the rooms you need to be in and the goals that you need to have. If you're just coasting along, and everything's super easy, and you're a high performer, you're probably bored. You're probably over it. So how can you inject some of this into your life and understand and see and realize and accept wholeheartedly that the resistance to the goal is 100% normal, yeah? So the reason why I started there is because what I want to talk to you about next will bring up lots of resistance. And that is the idea of an impossible goal and setting an impossible goal in 2023. Now, I have lots of impossible goals in my business, and this year I really refocused on setting impossible goals for my personal life, because I kind of neglected that last year in building my business. And when we set impossible goals, the reason why I like them is because impossible goals actually just push us a little bit further. The impossible goal is a bit more, as the name suggests, impossible in nature than what we're traditionally taught to set, which is a smart goal, a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goal. And if you ask me, smart goals have always just bored me to death. I don't know about you, but I've never really achieved my smart goals because if they're that smart, then why am I not achieving them? Like it kind of makes me feel like, hold on a minute, what's happening here? Why can I not achieve the smart goal? It's supposed to be measurable and achievable, but yet I didn't achieve it. So then it just, for me, compounds the self-sabotage and the negative mind drama and all of the stuff that happens. So the reason why I love impossible goals is because it kind of is like, is it ever gonna happen? It's huge, like it's massive. This feels like it's not attainable. And for my brain, that's kind of like, okay, it kind of like doesn't put as much pressure on me to be able to achieve it. But what it does do is it allows me to think on a whole new level about how I could creatively get to my goal. It allows me to really think outside the box and to explore all the possibilities and all the options. 
for myself as I move towards that goal. And the impossible goal is unlike the SMART goal also in this sense that the impossible goal is not about actually hitting the number. Now, if you do, that's great. But if you don't, it's also absolutely fine. Impossible goals are about who you become and what you learn on the journey, on the path to that goal. It's about the resistance that you face and how you manage it and how you evolve and become a more aligned, better, authentic, all of the thing human. The goal is not there to beat yourself up. It's not like, I didn't hit the goal. That's never going to happen. Cue brain, cue brain drama. No, what it's there for is to help you see that impossibility is possible within your life. Now, impossibility for you might just be getting a graduate program. Impossibility for you might be getting a nurse unit manager job. It could be completing your master's. It might be working remotely as a nurse. It could be finding a job that allows you to work Monday to Friday so you can spend more time with your family and your loved ones. An impossible goal could be having work-life balance. It could be losing 10 kilos. It could be losing 50 kilos. I don't know what that is for you, but I want you to really sit with it and think about what is it in your life that feels impossible? Feels like you're never gonna get there that you could set as an impossible goal for 2023. Something magical happens when you set an impossible goal. And the beauty of impossible goals is that you don't have to change the guidelines in the results because they're so kind of ridiculous that you're like, hold on a minute. And it actually generates a little bit of like fear slash excitement. Have you ever noticed that? Like when you think about what might be impossible for you, it generates a little bit of fear and excitement in my body, but it's also like, oh my goodness, what if you actually created that? Because here's the thing, how does it serve us as nurses to think that impossibility is not possible? Like, how does it think serve us to think that the things that we truly desire, the things that you really want, are impossible and are out of reach? It's grim, right? It's so, so grim to be like, that's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen for me. Hold on a minute. We all actually believe in an impossible goal, and I'll tell you what it is. We all have an impossible goal, a collective goal, as nurses, and that is to be fully staffed, right? I'm not joking, fully staffed, to be paid what we're worth, I have issues with that, but paid an amount of money that we think is worthy of our time, and for culture change in the healthcare realm. There's three impossible goals right there. So if you think to yourself, oh, this is BS, I don't like this idea of impossible goals, you already have them. Because we all believe that when we achieve these goals in healthcare and nursing, that it's gonna be better. And that's the other thing I wanted to mention today is that I don't know if you've recognized or noticed that whenever you do achieve something that's impossible, when you get to that goal and you achieve it and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm incredible, I've achieved this, it doesn't feel any different. And that's what I've learned to be true over the last few years is that when I got my master's in international public health and master's in health management that I worked so hard at, two years, double masters, working full-time as an educator, <laughs> and I was a nurse unit manager at the same time, not the same time as an educator, but you get the gist, over that time period, and I finished it, and I was like waiting for the crowds, <laughs> waiting for the symphony, like waiting for the trumpets and the celebrations, and nothing was different. I had more knowledge, more skill, but nothing was different. And that's a beautiful thing that I've learned through coaching, is that it's not different there than it is here. It's no different. It's exactly the same. So when you accept that and you understand that nurses making a baseline of $200,000 a year 
it's not going to be any different. You might have more money in the bank for sure. You'll still have the same issues. You might have more issues, right? My coach says that she makes $50 million a year. Can you believe that? Talk about an impossible goal. $50 million in one year. Just let that sink in. That her impossible goal is a hundred million in a year. And she fully believes that's gonna be possible. She's like, yeah, it's as good as done. But if she knew how to do that, she would have already have done it. So she's just allowing herself to sit with the impossibility of it. Like, wow, what would it take to make a hundred million in a year? Who would I need to become? How do I need to show up every day? What do I need to invest in? Who do I need to support me? Who do I have around me? Who are the people that are gonna take me to that next level? What do I need to get rid of? What do I need to cull? Yeah. Notice how when you think of a really big goal, you have to elevate your life. It kind of forces you to elevate it. And when you elevate it, and when you think about, oh my goodness, it's gonna require all of these things, you've got an option, right? You have a choice in that moment. It's to go back to the life that is no longer serving you because you've already teased your brain with possibility, like the impossibility of possibility, and or you can just go all in. And you can know that you can have all the drama in your brain, that people externally are gonna be like, you're doing what? <laughs> what? You wanna set up your own business, Liam? That's ridiculous. You make great money as a nursing manager, can't you just be happy? That's what I heard when I was doing my thing, when I was nursing on my terms, when I decided that enough is enough, that this path was no longer serving me, that I wasn't gonna be able to create what I wanted to create, and I was gonna live in regret for the rest of my life if I stayed doing a job that I absolutely hated. There is absolutely no logical reason to stay in a job or a career that is not serving you. I'm yet to find something that would compel me enough to do something that I don't like. No way. Like, just think about it. Let that sing and why would you do that to yourself? Why would you offer yourself a horrific experience? Because it is what you're giving to yourself, right? We think it's the system, but it's not, it's us. We're choosing to be there, it's totally optional. I was chatting to a nurse this week who a year ago I started talking to. And this person desperately wants change, but is so caught up in the cognitive mind drama of like, I'm so worried I'm gonna let people down. I'm depressed, I'm anxious, I can't do this. The cost of living is too high. I'm just too busy to apply. No one's gonna hire me, I don't have enough. I've already jumped eight jobs, so I can't have 10 on my resume. Notice all of those things. Notice all of them are rubbish. It's all rubbish. It's all cognitive rubbish. Sure, you might have to pay bills. Sure, you might have to do X, Y, and Z. But there are other ways to do it that do not have to take away from your soul. That do not have to stop you from living the life that you want to live. Before I recorded this podcast today, I was sitting here creating my vision board for 2023. That's the 8th of January. I didn't dive into it. It didn't need to be done on the first. Yeah, I wasn't like all caught up in that. I was just like, I know I need to do it. I want to do it. I choose to do it. No one's telling me to do it. And as I was sitting here doing it and I was looking and creating 2023 and I do two, I do a personal and a business. It's the first time I've done two. I was looking at it, I was like, oh my goodness. I actually burst into tears. I was sitting here just thinking to myself, I've created this life that Liam two years ago would never ever have thought was possible. Like I just sat with that and I just thought, none of this is by luck. None of this is through coincidence. None of this is by me just winging it. 
It's me going all in on my goal, not knowing the result, not knowing what the outcome is, not knowing what is actually possible for me, not knowing how many people I can serve in my business, not knowing how much income I can make, not knowing how many people will listen to the podcast, but I still went all in. I still show up every week. I still put out on social media. I still give my clients 150%. I work with them until they land their jobs. We have guarantees that no one has in the industry. And I did all of that. I gifted all of that to myself. And people will think, people will say things, and it doesn't matter. And my brain still has all of the drama. My brain's like, maybe you should just go back to nursing, Liam. There are days where I'm like, I should just go back to being by the bedside. Who's even listening to the podcast? Is it even worth my time, right? Because I'm human and my brain throws up all that shit all the time. And then I sit here and I go, you know what? Thanks brain, but I'm gonna do this because I have a compelling reason why I'm gonna do it. And future Liam is gonna thank me for having done all of this work. What is future you gonna thank yourself for? What is the version of you at the end of this year, 31st of December, 2023, when you've got that glass of wine and you're watching the fireworks or your glass of champers or your non-alcoholic, whatever your goal might be, whatever your, your situation might be, what does that person look like? How are they so proud of you for what you've achieved? When we think about setting these goals, I want you to reverse engineer the process. I want you to think about that person at the end of the year. How do they look? How do they feel? What is going on in their brain? Your thoughts create your results. I've said it so many times on this podcast and I will keep saying it. What you think creates the results that you have in your life. If you think I'm too busy, you will not create the time for the things that are really important. If you think I can't do this, guess what? The result will be that you can't do it, that you will not be able to do it. You make it impossible to be able to do it. If you think to yourself, the cost of living is too high, I've got to overwork. The result will be that you overwork and you will make more money, but you will have done that at the consequence of something else. It's all about your mind and what you tell yourself cognitively. So what are you telling yourself at the end of this year? What's the inner narrative? Have you rewrote it? Or have you just repeated the same six months twice in 2023? Are you just living on repeat? How do you look? How do you feel in your body? What are you doing? What work are you doing? Where are you working? Are you nursing on your terms? Are you still thinking about making a shift? and beating yourself up every day, dreading that shift as you walk in the front door, thinking there must be more to this, there must be more for me, I deserve better than this. Are you thinking that you're worthy? Do you have a positive inner talk? Or is your negative narrative still running really loudly? What is that for you? Have you traveled? Where have you traveled? What have you done? Who have you curated in your group of friends? Who have you let go of? What does future version of you look like at the end of this year? I really want you to sit there and think about it. And I want you to start living from that person. Because when we have an impossible goal, and I'm gonna share one with you. So like when you think about like my podcast, right? Let's use the podcast as an example. This year, 2022, we had 29,400 downloads. And that blew my mind. My impossible goal last year was 20,000. I thought if I can get 20,000, how incredible will that be? But actually what happened was, with all the work that I did and all of the creative ways that I tried to get the podcast in front of more people, to help them, to serve them, to show them what's possible, I added another 10,000 on top of it. Incredible, all organic, just through people sharing it and listening and I created this just sitting in my house a year and a half ago and 30,000 people listened to it. 
Now, a lot of people will tell you online that these things just happen overnight. <laughs> and whether you're a nursepreneur or whether you're just looking to create something or you're wanting to do something in your life and your career, you don't have to be in a business. None of this takes just a day. None of this takes just a week. It doesn't just happen overnight. The people that you see that are happening with, they're telling you lies. It's hard work, it's grit, it's commitment, it's ongoing resilience, and you're just creatively thinking about the ways to do this. So when I first started the first year of this podcast, we had 10,000 downloads. And then I was like, imagine if I could double that. And I tripled it. Tell me how that's possible. Tell me how that's possible. Because I went all in. And I believed, despite the mind drama, that this podcast is amazing and that the people that listen to it deserve everything that I have to offer. And that's my commitment. I'm here every week. I show up. I do the work. I deliver. I have beautiful people on here to share the stories to help you thrive all for free in your career. Incredible, right? 30,000 downloads. Nearly. Nearly. Oh my goodness. 30,000. 29,400. So my impossible goal for this year is 50,000. I want 50,000 people to have listened to this podcast. I feel the fear. I'm feeling it right now. I'm getting a bit sweaty. And my brain is like, hold on, Liam. Who do you think you are? <laughs> right? That inner narrative is like, ah, uh, no way. Like, how are you going to find 50,000 people? Stop it. Come on. My inner critic is super loud. And I've already set that goal. It's as good as done for me. It's like, oh, Liam on the 31st of December will be sitting there and he'll be like, I can't believe it. Look, come and have a look at this, my partner. I'll be like, oh my God, look at this. And he'll be like, and this is what I love about this, right? Is anytime that I share that I've achieved or hit a goal with Luke, he's like, of course you did. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, of course you're going to hit it. I know that you're going to hit all of your goals. Like, I believe in you, 100%. If anybody's going to do it, you're going to do it. Which is beautiful. He's a beautiful soul. But there are people in your life that will offer that to you too. And if there's not someone in your life that can offer that to you, that is your duty to offer that to yourself. I know I can do this. If there's evidence in the world that it exists, there's no reason why you can't do it. So my impossible goal, how am I feeling? What am I thinking? I'm thinking at the end of the year, oh my goodness, I created value enough for 50,000 people to consume my podcast. I elevated the podcast. I built this on my own with my amazing podcast editor, right? Like I offered things that people could action in their life. I impacted 50,000 people. That version of me, if I'm operating from that version of me and I'm thinking, I'm going to live my 2023 from Liam at the end of 2023 that's achieved all of these goals, what am I going to do with the podcast? I'm going to show up every week. I'm going to deliver the highest quality podcast that I can. I'm going to elevate the guests. I'm going to find the best people to come and talk. Maybe I'll get a little bit more controversial this year and talk about things that I've shied away from in the past because I don't want to push the boundaries too much. Maybe... I might explore putting it in front of more people. I'll connect with universities. I'll connect with the TAFEs. Maybe I will ask people to share it more. Maybe I'll ask people to review it more. What would Liam at the end of the year, how will he get to this goal? What are all of the creative ways that I could do this? Maybe I'll invite more people on that then I can go on their podcast. Maybe I'll do more podcasts this year, interviews, so that people can come back and listen to my podcast. Notice that I'm not limiting myself. I'm not saying, oh, Liam, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. Anything is possible. If there's evidence in the world for your goal, you can do it. Yeah. And the one thing that I want to offer you as we wrap up and we finalize this podcast, first podcast of the year, is that when you go for your impossible goal, expect it to feel impossible in your body. When you go for that impossible goal, expect and invite in all of the discomfort, all of the vulnerability, all of the emotions, 
because you're a human. It is totally normal. Nothing has gone wrong. The more we resist all of that, the less likely you are to get to your goal. If you embrace all of that and you're just like, hold on, this is part of the human experience. I should be feeling all these feelings. I should be having all of the mind drama. Liam told me about this. He said that it was going to happen. Then you're going to give yourself the best opportunity to achieve your goal. And remember, achieving your goal is super easy. Like the goal is not over unless you quit. The only way to fail, the only way to fail is to quit. So whatever your goal is, I don't care if it takes you five years, 10 years, 20 years, or two minutes, I don't care. The only way to not achieve your goal is to quit. So I'll leave you with that. Happy 2023. Bon année, as the, bon année, oh my God, my French, work in progress. I will see you in the next episode. So excited to share this year with you. And I would love to hear, let me know on social media, let me know what your impossible goal is. Share this episode with somebody that needs to hear about impossible goals because to be quite honest, it's incredible and impossible goals are the best way for you to achieve your goal. And we're going to be doing a goal masterclass in our private Facebook group. So come and have a look in the show notes. Um, We're going to be doing it this month. We're going to go through all of this. We're going to set you up for success. You don't want to miss it. So come and join our Facebook group if you haven't already and we will start 2023 with a bang and we're going to be holding some accountability sessions in there each quarter so that we can really help you achieve your goals. No excuses in the high performance nursing world. We just make it happen. We invite all the mind drama in and we take massive bloody action to make it happen. I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out our High Performance Nursing Membership, my monthly coaching program where we take what we teach in this podcast and we take it to the next level to help you thrive as a high performance human and a nurse. Join us at liamcaswell.com forward slash HPNM. I would love to see you in there. I'll see you in coaching.